1: What's up? And welcome back to the kind of funny screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by it's Christmas in September. Joey Noel.
0: I forgot I was needed. Hello. Good morning. <laughs>
1: good morning to <laughs> you. And joining us as well, the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez.
2: I'm glad that I'm one of two people on the show with a little sleepy voice.
1: You got that sleepy voice? You got a that nice sleepy, little, voice. Yeah, a yeah. sleepy voice? Yeah, little sleepy voice. Yeah, it takes me a while to warm up. It me a while to warm up.
2: You know, it takes a while. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. And rounding out the group for the first time on this show, the big daddy himself, Greg Miller. Hello, Timothy. How are you? I'm good, and you are finally wearing a Portillo hat. That makes me really happy. I don't think you I've seen think you wear you this on well, content you know what a hat yet.
3: means usually, right, for Greg Miller? What's Hung over or didn't shower? shower. Sometimes both Oh, yeah. But now yeah. that Ben's here, it's pretty much always head in shower. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how that works. <laughs> this is why well, I every weekend photo you see of me, I'm in a hat, because it usually I woke up and was right
1: into it, right to a farmer's market, right to send an Indian voice memo. It is. I mean, maybe it's just like psychosomatic in my head. All this, but it's like you look like a dad, and it's like you, you used to look like a dad when you wear the hat. But it's like you now. <laughs> wow, the transition <laughs> has happened, and it you is like
3: you know, I'm I'm Mr. Mom in it over here, right? Where mm-hmm. you know, Jen's out of town; she's up on a work trip. So you know, I had I had a, uh, in the night shift all by myself. I woke up this morning with Benny. We went out. We I packed his breakfast. We went out on the town. Went to the grocery store because Grandma Jay's coming in today. Then we oh, got yeah. back here. Nanny got here, drop in with her. Then I came down here, watched She-Hulk build kind of funny games daily. It stayed up late last night. Not even late. Just worked late last night, getting PS I Love You and kind of funny games daily ready so I could do all that today. But then I gotta make lunch and make sure there's food for mom when she gets here. But then of course, once that's all done, I gotta do that show. And then I moved the show so that I could make sure that I could do PS I Love You so I could still see mom when she got here. Cause I didn't want mom to get here and not see, so then and I'm gonna make steak tonight. <laughs>
1: Damn, steak. Daddy. Okay. Okay. We got some
0: cross generational like
1: responsibilities. Already. I love it. You're taking care of your mom and your son. that's That's right that's right and the one thing
3: kevin i haven't figured out is when i'm gonna bring her to the studio so you have to figure that out because i know that like walls have gone up (laughs) last time she was here it was a giant empty garage now i'm aware there's a wall up and i want to see uh show her the fact that hey a wall has gone up even though we're targeting 2025 a wall has gone up let me know i'm always ready
1: to a horse. You're always
3: ready to unlock
1: the door. I know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this is the kind of funny screencast. We do it multiple times a week now on YouTube.com slash kind of funny and roosterteeth.com. <laughs> Excuse me. <Jesus>. <laughs> cough. <laughs> cough sucks, y'all. It really sucks. It gets me what I least expected. Now, before it was just the snakes I had to worry about, you know, now it's like they're inside me. They're trying to get out from the inside. Yeah. The snakes
3: are trying to get out from the inside. Yeah, dude. I don't know how they got in there.
1: I didn't want to ask questions but I don't think it was from my top parts. Oh, you know Jesus, what? Stop God. listening this, to these. Oh, that's no. Nicky Greg level. You're better than that. You're <laughs> it went better in my than butt. that. You're in my butt, you guys. Uh, <laughs> you'd also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Screencast, and we'll be right there for you. If you wanted to get this show live as we record it, if you wanted to get it ad-free, if you wanted to be a Patreon producer just like Fargo, Brady, and Molecule, you're going to want to go to patreon.com slash funny. what you can do just that. Uh, Today, we're brought to you by ExpressVPN and Chime. But first, I want to tell you a little housekeeping. Again, screencast popping off right now. We are doing so much. We have uh, She-Hulk going on right now. We have Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. We have game of thrones hot d house of the dragon all going right now and in a few short weeks we will be doing Andor as well so four screencasts a week potentially it's going to be wild uh and then in addition to that in review is about to be really cool we're doing two in reviews next week returning to two of our favorite franchises of all time one of them clerks three greg it's happening it is next It must week. stick
3: in your fucking craw that IGN gave it an 8 out of 10 today, huh? That must really piss you off, Tim. Because I've never met Me? somebody who wants Clerks to die more than you. Andy, don't even listen to this clown. Best trilogy ever.
2: Well, I was, was going to say, well, I'm next on the list.
1: <laughs> 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 but in addition is... to Clerks 3, tonight, as of recording this, at midnight, the world will change once again. <sighs> when Cobra Kai season five comes out and we will be doing. I think you guys all Black Adam. (laughs) I literally, my asshole
3: clenched. I'm like, did we fuck up and not get Black Adam tickets? Am I going to miss the higher view of power in the DCEU change forever?
1: Uh, in addition to that, speaking of that, actually, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening in the next couple of days that I don't know exactly how we're going to cover. So, stay tuned to slash kind of funny vids for updates on how we're going to cover all the D23 stuff happening. I heard that there's a Black Adam trailer that might drop at some point. Uh, there's like the, the Knives Out trailer just came out. I don't know what's going to happen, but stay tuned. YouTube Tim, this is an entertainment kind of... property
3: show. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like I can ask you, do you buy into these rumors that uh, at like MCU
1: D23, they're going to announce Henry Cavill and a bunch of other gibberonies? I mean it's 50-50, honestly. At this point, people there's rumors that it must be real, and then there's a bunch of people that are just trying to get clout in the internet saying anything that sounds like it possibly could be real. I'm giving it all a 50-50 at this point. We there's going to be 15 pez Reed Ready to
3: go, all right? If, I need mm-hmm. to, if we need to celebrate his his move to the MCU, I'm ready to pop some pez, Joe.
0: Can't think of anything more celebratory than pez. <laughs> the
1: pop <laughs> of pez, baby! Uh, I say this every time we get close to a big uh, Marvel announcement thing, but my, like... All chips in on the table. Let's go big dreams and hopes. Tom Holland comes out. They sign a big deal, not just for Spider-Man, but for all the Sony stuff being co-developed by Marvel. They can fix it. Kevin Feige can do it. But speaking (laughs) of Kevin Feige today, we are talking about She-Hulk episode four, baby. Now, me, Joey, and Andy have all given our thoughts on the show in different ways over the last couple weeks, but Greg Miller's joining us for the very first time. Greg Miller, what have you thought of She-Hulk thus far, and what do you think of episode four? Thus far,
3: I don't want to include this episode because thus far, I have liked, not loved She-Hulk. I enjoy my time in it. I laugh at it, uh, and I bounce from it. You know what I mean? I am one of the people who doesn't get hung up on it, but I, it does take me out of it. Of sometimes how the CG looks and stuff like that, where I'm like, yeah, I you, know, it, you know. And I understand, of course, it's what it, it is. What it is. What I want. They want. Do I want her to paint? Do I want them to paint this woman green? No. So it's like it's got to be what it's got to <laughs> be. But the jokes hit for me and stuff. I wish personally especially for it being mcu and not being a comic book because i I, you know i read the occasional she hulk comic book growing up i remember grabbing those like for them breaking the fourth wall as much as they did i wish they'd given us a little explanation of that i wish she had said when she got the powers and made the comment to us and hulk looked at her and all that stuff like there should have been i I wish there was just a moment a line of like yeah i break the wall or or, or, i'm not deadpool or like because it's like I understand, like in my day-to-day life, as everybody who has listened to me for these fifteen, almost sixteen years now knows Joey. I podcast in my head. So you wanna if I like I, there's Andy, there's an excellent chance that I am fiction for someone out there in another universe and they're reading me and I'm talking to the camera or they read me and like and that makes sense, but I don't know it. She knows it, right? Cause like when, you know, Hulk it was like, you know, I'm a a l- different person, literally. And she went ha. It was that's a funny joke. But then I call it Joey, then I call it Joey, a noodle scratchle. Cause I'm sitting there and I'm like <laughs> I'm so fucking tired. Uh, scratching that noodle. (laughs) And going like, wait, so like she knows about our it's like, so is it? And it's like, I don't mind. I get over it. It's fine. It is what it is. It's a comedy Marvel show, which I appreciate quite a bit. All that said, right? I've I've enjoyed it. I look forward to it. Jen and I watch it usually every Thursday night and have a great time. This episode, I loved. I thought this was the best episode so far. I thought this is the one of like, cool, we've done all the work you understand how we are and this is like the i like this hey here's an episodic serial lawyer show of she hulk right and it was like fuck this is great donny blaze are you fucking kidding me and it's the suits guy from entourage i was like yeah this guy's always been dope and then this donny blaze bit is hilarious and his partner's hilarious and like i just thought this is the one that hit it all the way through i i mean i wrote down a bunch of notes for it right and like you know, this is the one where I think Wong popping up and being like, Donnie Blaze is going to pay for this. And then we get the intro and jump right to Jennifer, right? She's like, oh, you look happy. You're, you know, it's cool that Wong's back. He's Twitter armor. I'm like, fuck, this is so good. Like, what a great, like, now, like, again, I've, I've settled into, this is just what it is. This is what their fourth wall is and, dah, dah, dah. and I'm like, fuck, that's great. Uh, and I just had a great time with this episode. I thought it was really funny. I thought it was really good. And then to my point earlier, like, her and Wong fighting the demons, that I think is the best She-Hulk has ever looked in the show. Where I was like, oh, damn, in motion doing superhero stuff, this looks really good. It's when she's sitting there typing at a computer or just having a conversation. And I'm, I'm like, man, not that I, it's, you know, a huge turn off, but
1: I'm like, man, I had a great time with this
3: episode. I love this episode.
1: Craig, you should Wongers. go back and watch. Yeah, shout out to Wongers for sure. Uh, you <laughs> should go back and watch our, our last couple screencasts because I have some theories on the fourth wall breaking that uh are kind of fun don't want to tell you Tim, now because we need to the know, news. we need the I, news. i've
3: said it before i need to let you know i will never uh, watch kind of funny content all Gotcha. Right? <laughs> i listen to the <laughs> x cast just to hate paris lily and that's what i do
1: i gotta let you know greg like uh i was prepared for much deeper of an insult towards me than just you not <laughs> listening to kind of funny content there so i appreciate it i appreciate it that's i love you it you like know i listen it. to
3: content but yeah, i have not i am not caught up on screencast
1: joey Noel, what'd you think of this episode
0: yeah i think I think so far this is my favorite one, too. Um, it is nice to be through, like, a lot of the, like, hey, let's introduce you to everything in this world and how it's going to work. And now it, like, feels like a full-fledged show. Um, yep. I think it's interesting, too, because in this episode, Madison totally worked for me as, like, a character that made me laugh yes. in a way that the Asgardian woman from La- the Megan the Stallion episode absolutely did not work for me. I was like, oh, there was something about her character. And I know that those are, like... I think polarizing cuz I think a lot of people aren't going to like her in this but I thought she was super funny I loved the her and Wong dynamic I loved like the weird I'm going to spoil all these TV shows for you and stuff like that like she was a really fun like moment of levity and I like it's all of these side characters
3: at no point am I angry at the show or whatever, but it's funny because in my notes it popped up and I was like, oh shit, he's watching Sopranos on like, HBO Max. And I was like, all right, season five, episode 12. I'm like, oh man, Jen and I left off somewhere in episode, or season four. Oh, We're going to no. get back to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. Really kill I was like, fuck, all right, well, fair enough. I had that coming.
0: Oh, that's on me, that's on I me. I know. Out of all the places you would expect for Sopranos to get slowed for you, she <laughs> no. is probably not what you would have expected.
3: She was great though. Madison was great. And it was the same thing yeah. where she popped up and are like, all right, just drunk girl on stage like i get mm-hmm. it when i did like the uh, you know what is it two ends and a y but not oh, one thank you. God. <laughs> God damn. And then she came back in the corner like all right and then the stinger i was like fuck yeah
0: so good um i think the dating stuff was really fun i continue to really really like her paralegal assistant whose yeah. name i forget every yeah. single week and i always wish we get more of her but i guess in the grand scheme of things i'd rather be i want more of this character than like holy fuck there's too much of this character um so, yeah, I, I'm i glad that we finally got some reference to Titania again after weeks of just, <laughs> what, like, where is she?
3: <laughs> and I think that's another funny bit, right? Not only the whole delivery thing, especially, I know a processor when I see it. And then, oh, is that, <laughs> or, is that really your opinion, your honor? And she shuts the door. But, like, in general, I like that way of, like, this, this is how she's going to be a, a villain to her. Of, like, the next thing is, like, well, now she's going to sue for the name.
0: Yeah. Um, I always keep forgetting, too, that it's nine episodes because i was getting worried i was like oh they're like can you have a fulfilling arc with titania if we haven't seen her this long but i guess we still have like five episodes left so I will be interested in seeing what a villain in a sitcom version of all of this looks like because it's very non-traditional obviously for mcu is with everything in the show but yeah i had fun
2: andy yeah i freaking love this episode like i've, I've really enjoyed i'm right with joey on this one i'm pretty much identical to greg where i have really really liked this show and i think tim said it perfectly the first time i was on i guess that was last week uh regarding the the chip damage comedy where it's just you know uh death by a thousand little funny jokes that are just really really they they still stick with you and they're nothing that you're gonna you know absolutely crack up over but I think this episode really showed off its comedic chops in the best way possible. Um, I think Tatiana Maslany is like fucking perfect. I think she just nails every line in this show and in this episode in particular. I'd say my least favorite part was the demons in the throwing that stuff. Like I, I found myself not really caring about the danger or threat that that was. I think it sort of presented a a funny problem to interrupt that date. Um, but I just kind of wanted to see here get back to the date. You know what I mean? See, I kind
3: of liked it about that where I was like, you know, even though the demons were creepy or whatever, they weren't like eating people or breaking out. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't this giant thing in New York. They contained it to one room and they were just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> they won't die. F-
2: uh, yeah, I guess it was just like my I don't, I don't know, I. I i enjoyed the episode and if that didn't happen i I would have totally loved the episode um gotcha i think it was just more of like the comedic angle they were trying to go at it with but um i i loved uh donnie blaze madison is like it's while watching madison's character i was just thinking like you know what i missed nick because i know that he would love (laughs) to talk about this character because like i was (laughs) fucking cracking up at everything that she said i thought her portrayal of this just drunk valley girl was just so perfect um i yeah i think this i think the comedic writing in the show is just like top tier like level type stuff that you would want to see um and it's it's a different type of comedy that i think we've seen in the mcu because it is more sitcom it is more you know, they're kind leaning of into
3: it, right? Yeah, it's not just it, like a, a side aspect of it. It is,
2: yeah. Comic. um, but but it also just kind of feels like I'm watching like uh modern family or new girl or something like they they're just like mm-hmm. these little lines of dialogue that just kind of hits you that really, really work. And I, I thought the writing was fantastic. Um I, yeah, everything about. Wongers and the fucking post-credit ep- uh, scene <laughs> of so her asking him uh, about all the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think they have bought like, I'm just like laughing at everything that's being said. And I think like this show, uh, this episode showcased their comedic chops and like, hey, we're really fucking good at this. And this is why you should be loving this show. Um, I laughed so hard at when. She becomes She Hulk for the Tinder thing and then she's like, Wow, this is gonna be really sad for uh for Jen. Like her, This is a blow to Jen's. This, is a, this is a blow to Jen. Yeah, like, God, I cracked up so hard at that. Um I, I'm with Greg though, like there I I would love to like throughout all of this, um, just on my own time in the similar way that we've all kind of wanted to re rank our own personal rankings for like Pixar or like our own personal rankings for, for I got Marvel. It right the first time. I wanted to I want to go through like every scene where She-Hulk is on screen and rank it's level of quality <laughs> because it it's such a range. I like her walking in the office in that broad in, in that daylight for whatever reason, the lighting and the color matching just doesn't work and it looks really really bad. It looks like um and also it's because of her the the something about the suit or whatever and her stature Somebody pointed out on TikTok that it looks like an NBA 2K cutscene, and they absolutely <laughs> nailed it because it really looks like a 2K cutscene when you're in the front office and they're like, hey, yeah. what's up, uh, new player in the street? We're going to sign <laughs> it to a contract. That's it looks so really, really awkward. Accurate.
3: And, and that's probably, part- you know what, Andy, that's probably a big reason why the fight scene works for so well for me is that it's getting back to that, like, she was in the dress, right? So we saw her arms more, whereas, yeah, yeah, she looks so blocking the suit, which which the assistant makes a comment about. Clearly, they're eventually going to make her or get her into, like, a better-looking She-Hulk outfit or whatever. But, fuck, that probably is a great reason of why I just,
2: like, yes, she does look like fucking GM of the Bulls or whatever in (laughs) it. But in other sequences where she is just talking near the camera, like, goddamn, there are some shots where it's just – is that just her in makeup with, like, a wig now? Like, I, I know it's not, but there are some shots that are just so damn convincing. And I think a lot of it is just a product of getting her in certain lighting that matches better with the way the textures kind of work off of the hair and the face. And there are some shots that are absolutely phenomenal and some shots that just look really, really terrible. And this episode starts off looking really really terrible and I'm like oh damn all the budget's gone here we go this is what the rest of the show's going to be but then we see her in much better lighting when she's in the bar doing all the dating scenes and yeah there might be some weird kind of deformations in her mouth when she's talking but uh, everything in the bar or in the apartment all those shots were just really really nicely composed and her the rendering was just phenomenal um, yeah dude I, sorry, I'm sorry I keep on blabbering but this show's like fucking great it's junk food and I don't I don't feel like I've ever kind of wasted time, even though this isn't hinting towards some massive watch. twist. Yeah, this isn't like, oh, dude, well, you got to watch She-Hulk for the fucking. You're not going to understand big Ant-Man arc. and Quantum Manium if you don't watch right She-Hulk. Thing. Exactly. Yeah, like I feel like that's what's kind of kept me into a lot of Marvel shows that I haven't necessarily been interested. Where it's like, well, I still got to watch it in case blah 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 happens. I'm just having a blast with this show so far.
1: Yeah, Tim, what do you think? It's funny you bring up the the junk food thing because, like, to me, this uh, I, I feel similar to it, but like, I think even in a more positive way, where this is like eating ice cream. Oh, totally dinner. positive. Oh, yeah, no, I know. But I'm taking it like, I think even more positive. Where like, to me, this is it's eating ice cream for dinner, which you don't do all the time. But every once in a while, we've been there and it happens. (laughs) And you're like, you know what, I got everything I wanted out of that experience. (laughs) And it happens because I ate a a breakfast. I ate a lunch that were real food, right? I watched Mm -hmm. Endgame. I watched all these other things. But Every once in a while, it's nice to just, just get the good stuff, just get the stuff, the, the little extra things that aren't actually giving me the nutrients I need, but are just making me happy. And I feel like this show was created to make Tim Gettys happy. There is all the chip damage jokes that you're expecting. And one of my notes as I was uh, watching this episode, I was like, it's rarely, if ever, hysterical. And then they had the Madison Two ends, one Y, not what you think. Then they repeated it. And both those things <laughs> chip damage funny to me. Get My type of humor, thought it was very funny. But the shot of the lawyer, when she spells her name correctly, <laughs> and you see him like, oh, damn it, and like scratch it out. That is one of the funniest things I've seen this year. That was fucking hilarious. And I was like, you know what? I'm not giving this show enough credit for how actually funny it is mm-hmm. on top of all the Marvel stuff that it's delivering to me like this is playing with the MCU playing with the sandbox the characters in a way that I could only dream of a show doing like this is we always talk about comic books come to life this is comic books come to life in a post MCU world that I am just blown away by the amount of cameos the amount of references the amount of doubling down on Wong as a character we've joked about the Wong CU and all this stuff but like we're getting so much of him and they're using him well. And it feels like the same Wong that we know. Sure, slightly toned differently. This is a comedy show, whereas most of the Marvel movies are action first, comedy second. This is the flip of that, but this is Wong, you know, it's not like a variance of Wong or something. This very we much saw him feels... listen
3: to Beyoncé, right? Like we understand exactly, that he can exactly. exist in our world and be funny, even if he's not being ha funny.
1: And and with all the things of like this not leading to Quantum Mania or whatever, it's like, I don't know, man. There this show is delivering so much to me. Like this show, not only are they doing the, the jokes and like, oh, Wong's giving me Twitter armor and all that stuff. These episodes are chock full of Easter eggs and theory stuff. They're speaking directly to the people like me that break down and watch the shit and like look at frame by frame things like Mephisto, y'all. All that they're doubling down, making jokes and references about the Satan demonic Mephisto shit in this that people were theorizing about WandaVision. It's like, Come the fuck on, man! This is like so. I'm to give made a goat six drops of blood, and I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> come on, come on, man! It's like I love it, and it's like it's not only we're, we're now that we're four episodes in. When I when we're talking about episodes, I think one and even up to two, I was saying like the show is really unique because a lot of the things that we enjoy the most are just them referencing things that we know, yeah. and it's like but no specifically about the MCU, and it's like that's the joke, and a lot of the times people would be like, oh, the member Barry stuff, like that's so 2010 that. like get over it this is different because it's referencing text that we hold sacred and that we are so invested in and that they keep delivering to us so well but i feel like we're now at a point that they the meta-ness of how they're working with this show i think is is a lot better than i had given it credit for i'd already been giving it a lot of credit but i understand why they gave these four episodes for critics to review because i think that seeing all four of these really gives a good idea of what the show is and now i totally understand like what every episode's going to be and yeah. we're talking last week about the case of the week and how that all kind of plays into it and the potential downfalls which there might be ones that don't hit as hard you know I, I think we can all agree that the case this week was more interesting than the case last week uh but i don't think that the case last week was bad and i have hope that next week can be even better than this potentially but i think that Four episodes in, the show has now proven to me that not only can it be consistently funny, that it can have a a plot that is progressing episode to episode with an overarching narrative, it can have character development between things, and it can also function as standalone episodes with stories that are just one-off things. I love it. I love the Blomsky references. I love the is just in the background and going to be a bigger thing. They are absolutely nailing this for me, and if they keep this up, I think the show is going to be very high-ranked for me.
3: Before we'll, I forget, I want to call out. I loved the scene when uh, uh, they were talking about you can't, can't copyright magic or whatever, and Jennifer they, they all do
2: the thing, and Jennifer goes, "Oh my god, even the lawyer is a magician
0: because <laughs>
3: he was doing stupid
2: shit." I'm like, god damn, it's funny. Uh, man, I'll tell you what, my dyslexia is working overtime right now, looking through the IMDb and thinking of Titania and seeing Tatiana. Like yeah. I, I just every time I see those two names, I, I'm just constantly confused. But um. I will bring up my next point after a word from our sponsors.
1: Thank you, Andy. This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like checking in your baggage at the airport without a lock. You don't know who's looking through all your stuff, finding all of your Nintendo Switches, your PlayStation Vitas, or all the other things that you're hiding in there. When you go online without a VPN, internet service providers, ISPs, can see every single website you visit. They can legally sell this information without your consent. Nobody wants that. That sounds like a bad time for everybody. You can browse more anonymous It's easy to use and it works on all devices. I love ExpressVPN. It is super simple to use. I feel safe across all of my devices, knowing that whether I'm on my desktop or my mobile phone, people aren't getting in there. I'm safe on the internet. And what I look at, what I browse, that's mine. That's for me to know. Secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash kind of funny today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash kind of funny. And you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com kind of funny money. Next up, shout out to Chime. Like a cool breeze, Chime is a refreshing way to handle your money. There's no monthly fees, no maintenance fees, and no minimum balance fees. So it's how banking should be done. And when you need access to your money, you can do so fee-free at more than 60,000 in-network ATMs at many locations like most Walgreens or 7-Elevens. You can also send money to anyone even if they aren't on Chime. Fee-free for you and no cash-out fees for them. Chime, no monthly fees no vibe-killing fees. Sign up for a Chime checking account. It only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score. You can get started at Chime.com slash KFGames. That's Chime.com slash KFGames. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services provided by a debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC, out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees apply except at MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at all Owl Point or Visa Plus Alliance atm other fees such as third party and cash deposit fees may apply chime.com slash kf games
2: andy that was magical uh thank you the the uh the next thing i wanted to uh well the thing i wanted to sort of piggyback off of what tim has been talking about is that like the the reason why this show is so entertaining to me and why i enjoy it and um i, I again I've, I've already stated and mentioned that it's just I think the, the comedy writing is really, really damn good. But I, I feel like usually when the internet gets mad at, like, me or Nick or Kevin you? for maybe not liking a lot of these other shows, the idea is that just turn, your, just turn your brain off, dude. It doesn't have to, like, matter. It doesn't have, like, just enjoy it for what it is. And, like, this is, I can finally say that, like, I am enjoying an MCU show for what it is. Like I and that sounds kind of like weird and like a convoluted way to to say that, like, I think that this is just such a good standalone show on its own. And it's a show that doesn't have to have major ties. And sure, all of the Easter egg stuff that you're mentioning, Tim, like I know that that's adding extra enjoyment for you. I haven't noticed shit and that hasn't changed my enjoyment for this show because it's like already just enjoyable on such a surface level for me Uh, uh, Greg. Go ahead. Sorry, if you have more
3: to say, I should go. No, session. no, no, I just,
2: yeah, I was just pointing I out that jump like, in I think the... we just get, a, I think it's kind of, you open up the comment section, it's always, like, people getting mad at me, you're like, Annie, just fucking laugh, just laugh, <laughs> Annie, just fucking enjoy the show, but it's like, but I can't do that if I don't find those shows enjoyable. Like, you, you're telling me to just eat the food that you don't think is good and think that it's good. Well, I can't, because it's not good for me, or I just don't see it as an enjoyable thing, but this is just... Really, really damn entertaining uh, just on its own. Like, I, it doesn't need major ties in order for me to feel enjoyment out of it. Go ahead, Greg.
3: <laughs> I was podcasting in my head and sold oh. the audience on your behalf, but it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my thing, uh, you talk about Easter eggs and the stuff they're dropping in there. Sure, 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 sure. The guy on the date who's the specimen guy, Tim, is he going to be one of the people who jumped her with the stuff, or is he a bigger, just somebody else who's trying to figure it out? Because I really enjoyed the rundown of her powers calling her a specimen talking about what was impenetrable what about vibranium it was it definitely seemed like they're going to come back to that of him being a villain in some way
1: yeah <laughs> i don't think it's going to be one of the the wrecking crew but uh my boy mt from new Rockstars uh tweeted today saying that his theory is that it's going to be the leader's brother uh the leader ah. being the guy with the big head from yeah Incredible yeah from old brother this, we're at that we remember And in the comics yeah exactly oh. the there is a brother that ends up being called the madman who is obsessed with the Hulk and, like, calls him his gotcha. passenger and things like that. So, I feel like they might be building to that. They might not. You it know, might have I just been
3: like. a nice little Easter egg reference in there. Or yeah, because
1: like, there's yeah. there is a lot of things in this that are, like, like, close, but not quite. So, it might just be, like, a, if you know, you know, kind of, like, homage is less than building to something. Like, Donnie Blaze is not Johnny Blaze, which is yeah, Ghost Rider, yeah. but it's close. But, like, this guy's just, like, a fraud magician. So, it's, like, kind of, like, a weird thing that I don't know what they're doing, but, like, Marvel doesn't make name choices like that without a a purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless it's Ralph Boner, but we can just pretend <laughs> yeah, that didn't boner. happen. Fucking you know. Goddamn bullshit! I'll <laughs> we'll never forgive them for that.
0: <laughs> Do we um, think that Abomination comes back in this show, or is he? Oh yeah, is his part done? Okay.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, they reference him again in this episode. Like, I think, I think but, he like, comes back. They
0: also, talk about hulk and it's like i have no idea if he's coming back in the show either not that i need these not i'm perfectly fine with them not coming back i just think it's interesting being like oh like these people could come back we still haven't uh seen daredevil and like there's a lot of things coming back oh shit about daredevil
1: like that's the thing we still haven't (laughs) seen daredevil my thing is i think that we have to get hulk back because like I'm saying Easter eggs I feel like Easter eggs isn't even the right term for this it's like the Sakar spaceship stuff that's not an Easter egg that's plot points like they are building to mm-hmm. giant giant plot stuff that could potentially have major ramifications in upcoming movies and stuff and like they're just they're doing it it's not oh they might do it it's like they are doing it It's like in the intro of an episode when you see the cast
2: list pop up, like as they're like talking through the beginning of it and you'll see, and also starring Mark Ruffalo. And it's like, he's not a cameo. He's just kind of like here to further. Yeah. It's, it's not like, Oh, did you notice Mark Ruffalo? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Part of the story.
1: The the one thing I was thinking about um, is there's one, at least one scene of Bruce Banner That was in the trailer that we haven't seen yet. And I don't understand the context of if it's going to be the show. Maybe it doesn't make the final cut. But remember in the first She-Hulk trailer, there was like one weird shot where they were both looking at the camera and they were in like 70s outfits. And she was like, you wouldn't like us when we're angry. I don't.
0: Oh, it seems like they're like filming a commercial or something. Yeah, it feels like a a
1: lawyer commercial for, for them. But they're both in human form. But like they were dressed in weird, weird outfits. But... Anyway, I don't know if that's gonna be in the show, but to me that means we are gonna get more banner.
2: Also Not really interesting. Out. I I pointed out by uh by Jenna Garcia, um host of PS I Love You, she points out that co host you have to be at least five foot six to date Jen in this uh in this show, Tatiana Maslany. And Sorry, Andy. I mean well, I was just going to say, like, that's such a like an average height, you know, five foot six, you know, and if you go above that, you're considered like above average, which is <laughs> just an interesting thing to kind of think about, you know, really interesting. You know? That's my that's my um my, my <laughs> that's me analyzing the show. You know,
0: I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. that.
2: I'm going deeper than the surface,
0: Greg. I love As that. someone
3: who's never thought about, you know. Their height, and since like eighth grade, I understand. I appreciate that that perspective. It's what we keep mm-hmm. you around for, you know. What of course, I mean? yeah, yeah. Lesson yeah.
2: to lower Kevin, perspective. The old Tic Tacs. What do they got to say about this? All right, calm down, calm down, you tall <laughs> piece of shit. You know, what I mean? <laughs> the old uh, Tic
3: Tacs. Talking about the uh, art idea right there, everybody. <laughs> Drop a Tic Tac and the container. And don't waste your them.
1: time with that. <laughs> put the container too. tiny. Make them all Tic Tacs, and then make Greg uh, Falcon. Flying over them. There you go. <laughs> Little outfit. It. Um, the the scene, the action scene that Greg's talking about, I also was surprised at the CG quality of it. And I'm with Eddie that it felt like noise and in, in terms of like story and like plot and all that stuff. But I will say, and we talk about this a lot on the Marvel shows and the movies as well, that to me an action scene doesn't necessarily need to like just progress the plot if the choreography is dope and engaging and i thought they did a really good job with that with this one i thought that they played with wong's portal stuff really well him knuckling up with the the power fist with his one-liners and shit taking one of the portals and turning it into like a a lasso to like pull the demons in i was like i did not expect this level of action choreography and she hulk whatsoever so the fact that they are at least doing that i'm like i'm more impressed with this than i was with some of the action scenes in moon Knight. and like that's saying something for what they're accomplishing for what they're trying to do but i do think that they're also trying to accomplish comedy there that didn't really hit for me and like that that is that one thing it's always hard the action comedy stuff like you really 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 gotta like know what you're doing And i feel like they they nailed aspects of it but overall it wasn't my favorite thing Good yeah. show. Really damn good show. Can't wait I for more. Five Megan more episodes.
0: Stallion <laughs> got snapped. I've been thinking about this all week.
1: No, we talked about it last week, Joe. I don't think she did.
0: Because well, I think don't an, she. We don't have any proof, though, right?
1: I don't think she would have been able to build a career if I she hadn't say, been Yeah. Imagine she
3: takes five Cause years she, off. Yeah. It's not yeah. going to
1: happen. Because that's the thing. You know, body, when to come out. If we're dealing with real world logic there, it was during the blip. Was it? yeah 2020
0: i guess i forget about where the blip happened in terms they're, of music.
2: yeah they're also in an advanced timeline because like this yeah. show is like in 2024 right or 2025 or something like that
1: yeah you know i actually don't know i
2: feel like everything's okay. always like two years ahead
1: this must be, be right? it must be past at the very least april 2024 because that's when shang chi happened and Abomination cage fight thing so it's like more advanced than when sports
2: games come out. I'll tell you what, when, man, young Andy, 10-year-old Andy, when I'd see that like Madden 98 was coming out, I'd be like, well, what? It's 1997. How are we getting that? I was so confused <laughs> by that shit, dude. So confused.
1: That is fantastic. Let us know in the comments below if Dates ever confused you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back later this week with Uh, lord of the rings we already did game of thrones a couple days ago so check all that out wherever you find the screencast and then next week we'll return with she hulk but like i said stay tuned to twitter.com slash kind of funny vids for all the updates on how we're going to cover d23 this weekend trailer drops all that fun stuff but until next time i love you all goodbye